0: thank you so much for joining us today for what's your why wednesday i'm laura brandeo and i am joined today with the lovely brie fletcher she is the chief operations officer and the co-founder of lotus financial network all right brie so thank you so much for joining us and you know knowing your why is so valuable to us in the mortgage industry, because a lot of times, regardless of why we came into the industry, our why changes over time, especially the longer we're in the industry. So I would love to hear from you. Number one, how did you come in? I always love that story. How did you come into our industry? And then what's your why now as to what keeps you here?
1: Well, how I got into the industry is pretty simple, fresh out of high school, started out in the banking side at Wells Fargo, and then um, I just adopted so well to the loan side products, and um, I was always getting recognition for selling those products, bringing, you know, that clientele, and I was like, hey, I'm really good at this. I'm going to stick to it because Hey, why not, right? Um, and so I just progressed from there, you know, go from different company and then the economy shutdowns. I mean, I started at Wells Fargo fresh out of high school, I would say, well, not fresh, but 2005. Okay. Which is a long time ago. Um, and so I've seen a lot of areas of the market in the industry, in our economy, the crash, the huge rise now. And it's like all these crazy roller coasters. And so um, I just, you know, I feel like I'm one of those people who where when I find something I'm really good at, I stick to it. It is like a loyal to a fault situation um, to where I'm kind of, um, I just, and not that I put myself in a box, but that um, I want to know everything about that particular thing and become the absolute expert that I can possibly be so that I can help more people. Really, and not just consumers,
0: but people within my same industry as well. Absolutely. So let's let's go back. So 2005. This, of course, is during a crazy, busy time. We had, lo- you know, lots of activities. It now. Yes, it was very similar. It's actually very similar. So, um, lots of people buying homes, right? I mean, it was a very busy time during that time. All right. So here you go. Your in this busy time, and then of course the crash. Okay, so a few yeah. years later, you have the crash. So at that moment, here you are, you're a young lady, you know, in early in your career. Where did you have that moment in time where it was kind of, do I stick on this path as this crazy industry is going through this down? You know, do you second guess and say, maybe I should do something else that you know, isn't as volatile at this time? Or did you say, like you said, you kind of jump in and you want to be the best at whatever it is you're doing. Did you lean in more? So what happened during that time?
1: I would say uh, to sum it up, I really leaned in more. I was um, in the industry before licensing was required. Um, And then in the middle of that huge growth, uh, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to name drop, but when I was at quicken okay place i started at um as an exclusive just loan officer in 2008 okay 2008 and um so shortly after i started it was like okay um within later on that year everybody has to be licensed now and um you know so going through all of that meanwhile um doing different types of transactions learning how to sell but Quicken does a really good job at training people on helping the client to understand why they're doing what they're doing. In return, I understood why it is I'm doing what I'm doing. It kind of worked hand in hand. And I had you know, a transaction where or a couple of them where it, it was very impactful, um, not just on the client themselves, but me. I'm like, wow, I really helped this person, like if it wasn't for me, I don't know what these people would have done and I would hope they would remember
0: me forever. I love, I love that. And I love how you kind of tied that together. You said, first, I learned, of course, what to do, then you learned why you're doing it and not just for the family, of course, the family, it has their why, but you also understood the why. So do you have a particular situation that maybe you can give us one of those impactful moments where you helped a family that kind of tied that together?
1: yeah um actually I do I don't remember a whole lot because it was crazy chaos during that time but there was this one trend, this one family it was an older couple um, fixed income looking to hopefully even with the downturn of their homes value with the market crash and everything really hoping to get out of a program that they had got themselves into um, you know previously which was one of those balloon arm, negative amortizing balloon arms, like the worst possible program (laughs) you could probably think of um, taking a risk. And that predicament was put in my hands to say, hey, girlfriend, you're the expert, you can you help us? So, um, you know, we went through the process and everything and things were going okay, but then wham, we got hit with a ton of appraisal conditions. This family lived in Pennsylvania and we were doing FHA and it was a really older home. And so you can imagine the types of like, you know, old things that FHA will call out on such as tipping, peeling paint, that awesome condition we all love so much. So I was like, what the heck, where is this? I looked at the photos and I'm like, it's in a window in between both panes. They had gotten double pane windows once upon a time, but I don't know what happened. Maybe they just added a pane or something, but in between, I don't know if maybe it was moisture, who knows, Um, but there was a peeling paint and the appraiser literally called that out and was not willing to remove it. Like really, how could that possibly be a problem? Because it's in between, like it's not, nothing can happen anyways. We had to figure out how to fix it and so you know in between that came a lot of anxiety and panic from the family and i'm having to be the savior counselor therapist through this whole thing and they were like we had to educate um, ourselves on why it's important like yeah this is seems really really like a catastrophe but honestly it's really just a minor inconvenience And they actually came up with the idea to break one of the panes off, scrape and peel the paint. And they were like, we'll just fix, we'll just replace that window later. We really need to get out of this program. They saw the reward. And because I saw it with them and we were in it together, we got it done. I got them out of that program. I was able to keep them in their home because they were afraid they were going to have to leave their home that they had lived in for so long and raised their kids in. And so meaningful, um, transaction that I'll remember forever. I don't know if they remember me, but Hey, it doesn't matter. Um, that's kind of one of the things that keeps me going. I'm like, if I, if I can help people like that and help them keep their, their most like biggest financial asset, their most prized possession, most people, um, that's you know, that's
0: absolutely. Everything. I mean, think, think about that situation, Brie. You had a family, right? Like you said, they're an older couple that raised their kids in this home. They were probably there for many years. They got put into one of those predatory type loans, you know, during a time that was crazy. And maybe, listen, we all know that nobody expected the market turn to happen, right? So everyone expected that the equity was going to keep building and we were putting everyone in these programs that would help them, but ultimately the market turned and it went against us. So here we were, right? People that, a lot of people left our industry. A lot of people said, nope, this isn't for me anymore. I'm going to leave, right? But we stuck with it and we stayed true to it. And and your value, of taking that family through a complicated process. Because think about it, the process they probably had to get that other loan was probably easy, right? They probably didn't need a lot of documentation. They certainly didn't need an FHA appraisal (laughs) to come out and and look in between the, the window panes. So they were probably confused. They probably didn't understand why is it so much harder this time for me to get this loan where last time it was easy peasy. I barely had to do anything, right? So how do you, as an expert in our industry, as a leader, how do you recommend working with our families when you have these difficult situations to get them through? Because it is challenging, right? Like, I mean, look at right now, now we're in another crazy market that you have to explain to families that don't win bids right they're they're trying to put these offers in and there's so many bids how do you recommend people guiding their families through and focusing on their why to ultimately get whatever it is they're trying to achieve
1: i i think i share a little bit of myself with them and maybe sometimes i I will tell a little story about, you know, maybe a hard time that I had just so that they can um, build that trust with me to help them through it. Because sometimes people resist just from lack of trust, or they just can't relate to you. And they don't know if you're going to guide them into the fires of hell, or if you're going to actually show them the light. And so... Um, I think that I, I get a little personal with them sometimes within, you know, limitations (laughs) and I show them the bigger picture. I, I help them understand why it's important to focus on the end result and the bigger picture and also to reassure them that I am here to help them and to go through all of that with them every step of the way. And, and that really means, seems to go a long way with a lot of, um, families who are doing a complicated transaction or putting bids that they're just not getting. And I'm like, hey, I'm frustrated too with you. I really want this house for you. I know your story, you want this for you know, your kids or whatever their story is. Digging deep is really important. If you don't get to know your client's situation, how can you possibly um, empathize with them when catastrophe happens like this with a crappy market or crazy
0: appraisal condition? Yeah, that is so valuable. And you're correct. We no one wants to do business with a robot, right? Now, yes, we want technology and we want to make the process easy. That part of it, yes. We all in in the year that we're in, we need that. Mm-hmm. But we have to have that personal relationship also to be that guidance and that coach to walk them through the process. And especially when something does go not as planned, right? Because without that connection, what would be the reason to have the person stay with you, right? So yeah. how do you how do you continue that relationship? So, okay, now we've gone through this process. They won the bid. You got them the home. So what do you do in your business to stay with your families after they close? Or how do you stay connected to them beyond that? That's
1: a really good question. Um, you know, we we try to remember little things about about them. Um, there's, you know, the birthdays or, um, sometimes we even interact on social media and it's really hard when you do a lot of business. I'm not going to lie. Like anybody who says, Oh, that's not hard to stay in front of your entire client database is a lion because it is difficult. Um, but to make a conscious effort to just remember little details, even if it's not a birthday, maybe it's, I don't know, something that, um, you guys had talked about It just depends on the relationship that you've built with that person that's going to pave the way for how you're able to continue to walk with them through their journey um, afterwards after the loan closes so i don't have a particular way because it really just depends but i think that um just maybe reaching out if there's ever an opportunity maybe asking for referrals maybe just um a, setting up email drips or things like that, those can go a long way just to help you streamline staying in front of your client. Because even if it's not super personal, where you didn't manually reach out, you took the time to set them up on a drip. I mean, that's half the battle right there.
0: It is. (laughs) And
1: And then just pay attention to those responses. If they do get in contact with you, make it mean something like, wow, I'm so happy to hear from you, wasn't, didn't you just have a birthday, like, just stuff like that, right, hey, isn't it your guys's anniversary just passed, or coming up, or how was that trip, you know, maybe you remember what the reason they were taking cash out for, they really wanted to go on a honeymoon, I don't know.
0: Yeah, and, and I will tell you, I mean, the world is different from, okay, let's go back to the 2005 or 2007 and that. I mean, you didn't have social media that, I mean, I, I guess there was MySpace or something like that back then, but it really wasn't like a social media where you connected to these families. And, you know, now in 2021 and beyond, we actually have an advantage from those years in the past where you actually can connect to these families and you can see what's going on in their life. Like you can see, oh, somebody had a baby or somebody got engaged or they got married or, I mean, right. (laughs) So it's, it's actually, I mean, I, I say it all the time. It's like, my God, it's such a different world now in a good way, in a good way, because years ago it was like, oh, I have to call the Smith fan. Well, nobody's really calling anyone nowadays, right? You're texting or you're sending an email or you're sending a note or you're communicating on social, which is fabulous. It a- absolutely is. So you are in a very exciting time right now. I know that we, I, I met with Leroy and you guys are in this brand new venture of Lotus Financial Network. So tell me how that came about. And what do you guys, you know, tell me what you're doing at Lotus?
1: Um, well, we, after being, uh, we first got in business together in February, 2017. Okay. So, um, throughout our journey, we've experienced a couple of different retail lenders, a few actually. Um, and you know, going from, uh, to each company, there were different things that appealed to us so that we could grow like to our our bigger picture to, uh, and mostly it was Leroy's vision that kind of took the the lead on making those jumps and changes and everything. And um, eventually we realized like, you know, with our mission and everything of wanting to make home ownership affordable for everybody and to not be um, put in the category of being a predatory lender, um, when it comes to like interest rates and, and price oh. gouging and stuff like that, uh, we made that we were like, you know, we're probably not going to be able to accomplish that goal on the retail side. Let's check out the broker side. It was a huge leap for both of us because sure. neither of us had ever um, been on the broker side before we've always just been part of those big banks, those bigger lenders. And so it took a real big leap of faith for both of us. Um, you know, throughout the journey, we've, we've gained a lot of really awesome team members. Um, within our team, we've lost a lot of really good ones. Um, but um, getting to the point that we're at now, we realized that, you know what, we really need the leverage and we really want to build, but how can we? do that and pay ourselves to support our families and build this legacy that we're trying to build if we're having to share a large chunk of our earnings with somebody else um, or a bigger company how can we run this ourselves and keep that and use that money to build yeah and that was really the biggest point Um, and so we're like, you know what, we just peeled back the books and we're like, can we make this happen? And, um, in October, we just decided to pull the trigger on applying for a business license. As far as the name, (laughs) it took, like, it took several months to like figure out a name. And I don't know, I had this like epiphany maybe, but I was like, Hey, what do you think about, I think I was going through like a big (laughs) You were in a zen. <laughs> my, my zen phase. Yes. Was, you know, back and forth. One minute crazy, <laughs> next minute zen. But I was like, what about Lotus? And so what I did is I did some research on other companies who had that in their name and looked at their mission. I was like, that really makes sense. That really resonates with ours and what we're looking to accomplish in a way. Um, and how you know, obviously, we would word, put that in our own words, but. At the end of the day the lotus flower it's a symbol of new beginnings Mm -hmm. and um you know and so that's i thought that was perfect and i you know shared it with him and we both agreed that was going to be a really perfect name for our company and then um so here we are we're still very brand new we didn't even start getting um i don't think we got our license active until february and already we've just, we're helping so many families. And it's just really wonderful to see things kick off the way that they have.
0: So what is your mission at Lotus?
1: Currently, we're still working on building it. Um, it's so brand new. Um, but currently, um, it's, um, oh gosh, it was making your dream of home ownership bloom. was kind Oh, of like-
0: I, I love it. I love yeah. it. And then we
1: have, like, and then I came up with, because I have my employee orientation, like, handbook thing. Yeah. And in one of the slides, the PowerPoints was, you know, like, different things. And one of them was values, like, core values. Yeah. And I'm like, gosh, I don't know. And then just, light bulb, why don't we just do one of those acronym things from okay. L-O-T-U-S. And so I just was, like, did that and that's how we, you know, instilled the values and we're just gonna basically run with that for a while. And um yeah, I mean that's pretty much how we're we're just getting started. It's so fun though. I really like all the new business building stuff that's fun to me.
0: It's very exciting. I mean obviously you guys have the experience of you know you've learned so much, you've had great opportunities in your career and you've gotten to the point that this is the next stage of your journey, right? So that's the way you look at everything, right? Is that, you know, everything was a learning experience. You learned what you liked, you learned what you didn't like, right? You learned what you could expand on, all of those things. And now you guys have come together as a team to be able to do it your way and take those lessons and build upon it. And ultimately you are trying to provide, you know, Great loan programs and great affordability options for people to be able to get generational wealth. We know that when you purchase a home in that family, automatically you have building generational wealth. And that is life changing to all of those people out there. That's their why, right? That's part of. Their why for their families. All right. So, Brie, you are awesome. This is fantastic. We're so excited for you and Leroy. I know you guys are just going to have the ultimate success and change lots of families' lives. So, one last question of what impact? I don't even want to use the word impact. I love legacy. So, what legacy are you building for the world, for your family? What's your legacy?
1: Oh. Obviously, I'd have to say my daughter, um, because I had an animal messing with my lights.
0: Oh, I was like, either your daughter's there or there's <laughs> okay. Crazy animals in my house. Um,
1: I'd have to say my daughter. She's almost eight, and you know, it's just been me and her since day one, and I just really want her to, um. Gain an example from me that you know hard work pays off that you know independence and persistence and you know pushing through the hard times that that 's just the way of life and if you face those challenges that 's okay because she 's witnessed a lot with me um, we 've just been our little two person team you know since I brought her into this world and It was hard for me in the beginning because I've been a single mom since day one. (laughs)
0: So it's, you know, it's difficult. That is definitely challenging and how, especially in the mortgage industry, because it is a, you know, constant up and down and in and out and highs and lows and you know, all of that.
1: When I had her, I was on the processing side. I had had to go to processing Um, because again, I wanted to know the entire, everything about mortgage, everything. And so I went to processing. And so during my journey there, um, you know, went with the different companies. Well, I had found out I was pregnant and then started with a new company. Well, because I was already pregnant when I started, I didn't get benefits. Oh Um, no. Like the maternal, maternal leave. Um, there, I, I was able, fortunately, because I was, I became a favorite, I guess (laughs) they kept my position while I took the 12 weeks off. However, I didn't get paid. So what I had to do while I was pregnant is work my little tail off so that I could save up three months worth of bills and expenses to pay so that I wouldn't have to worry so that I could just focus on
0: that relationship. Wow, Brie,
1: that's tough. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and there's no help there's never been any help um, and I know a lot of other women and you know have been in the, in my shoes and are in my shoes right yeah. now and I think that's also another part of my legacy it's not just for my daughter but it's also creating um inspiration and opportunities. Or other women out there, um, you know, single moms or just single women or young
0: women who are yeah, like, I'm telling you, it, number one, it starts with you sharing your story. You sharing that story and even putting it out here and having others hear that, listen, you started a new job, you found out you're pregnant. You don't have any any um, leave, you know, any paid leave. So you have to think in your head, well, there's no option here. Obviously a baby is being born. There's no going backwards. So a baby's coming. What do I do in order to do this? And you had to think, problem solve. How do I do this? I'm going to work. I'm going to figure out. I have to save. I have to plan. I have to know that I'm okay during this time. And I have a feeling. That's kind of been your life, I'm assuming.
1: It really has. Um, Even after, you know, let's just say fast forward, I had her. And um, two years later, I'm like, I really want to get out of this apartment. I want to have a house for us. I want her to have more space. I want her to have a yard. Um, And so my credit wasn't the best. But fortunately, I've been in the industry for so long that I knew how to improve it. I knew what I needed to do. But oh my gosh, how was I going to get all the money to pay off things that I needed to do to fix my freaking credit? And, um, you know, so then I reached, you know, my mom and I said, Mom, like, I have this opportunity to take on more files, but I'm going to have to work overtime. In addition, can you help out with you know my kids, so mm-hmm. I can you like babysit her? And I mean, there were times where I would leave for work and get to work at eight thirty, not leave the office until nine o'clock at night. Lights were already off. Everybody was gone by the time I left, and I had a one and a half year old at home with my mom. My mom's, you know, staying up with her, staying up late till I finally get home. My commute was forty five minutes mm-hmm. um, <laughs> to get home, and Um, Just after several weeks of that, I um, was able to bonus out like a max bonus two months in a row, which gained me about $6,500 extra within two months of extra cash. I was able to use that, pay off the debt. And it's just those sacrifices. It sucks. It really does suck getting uncomfortable and having to do that. You don't want to. But I was focused on the end result, and I knew that it was going to provide just that next step of a better life for her, and also, I guess, mold me and, a, I guess, push me to the next level of, like, my personal growth, too. So that was another, yeah, and it's just never stopped. There's just always been something where I've had to be like, hmm, what is the solution here? And what do I need to do? And I think that's how I've become just such a very good, like, operational
0: director person. Well, that, But that's what operations is. It's problem solving. It, because you have things coming at you at all times, and you just have to think on your feet of, okay, this is what I've got. I can't necessarily change this, but... I can figure out a way to make it better, or I can figure out a way to learn from this experience so the next time the same thing doesn't happen, right? And I will tell you, Bree, I mean, number one, very important, continue to share your story. So that's one, because that is building the legacy, because you don't know who else out there needs to hear it. Because many times people are in a situation and they think that there's no way out or they think, well, this is my problem and nobody else has ever experienced this. (laughs) Usually that's not the case. Usually there's always someone else that has either gone through that or something similar or something worse. So you sharing your story is extremely important. And you saying, Oh, I'm not done yet. Okay. I finished that. I did that. Now I figure this out. Now I'm going to try this. Now I'm going to end your daughter having, you know, having that motivation of taking care and being that example, right? That's what you're doing. You're being the example because you're building up that next wonderful, powerful woman that will be, you know, that next generation. You're telling her there's no limits. You can do this whatever this is, right, whatever her desired dream of life is, she can do it. And that is an extremely powerful legacy that you are right now in motion creating. That is awesome way to go. All right, Brie, thank you so much for being with us. I'm, I am truly just honored that you shared your story with us. I know you and Leroy are going to crush it. So continued success in the business and your personal life and with your daughter. And we wish you all the best always.
1: Thank you very much. I appreciate it.